Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. We we've been thoroughly enjoying the long weekend um and just oh, relaxing you don't work tomorrow right no just been relaxing haven't been i went to the store today because i had to go grocery shopping gotta eat but like yesterday i didn't do anything but i i read the i read part of the hobbit because i'm rereading it and i read through some D books <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like i read the hobbit three times today <laughs> <laughs> that's right um and i read through some D books because i'm getting I'm getting a campaign together for my kids, which is going to be Still? a paper-only campaign. Um, but I'm actually doing it now. I've been waiting for a table this whole time. <laughs> and the table's at someone else's house. And I finally told my wife, are we going to get this table or what? And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about it. <laughs> so um, I'm doing a paper-only with the kids. No cheating using fucking D&D Beyond. And we got to do all the math ourselves. So... I for the first time in a few years I um I built a character from scratch um just using the book. Hmm. I didn't even use my computer and I just I literally turned my computer off and I just used the I have all the books. <laughs> like the vast <laughs> majority of them. And um it it's funny just ha- I I realized why cuz in the last games I've played with the kids I always made their characters for them but then I realized that I've been cheat- cheating them because you learn how to play the game through making the character like cuz you know what the thing what the numbers are for so I was like okay so I think the first session we're just going to make characters um and then I'm probably going to be running a, a second game which is going to be online for my friends 
because my friends want to play, but our the one who is DMing the game that we were playing, he just doesn't want to DM anymore. And instead of telling anyone that, he, he just never made a new game. Wow. <laughs> like he never scheduled. I'm like, bro, why didn't you communicate? He's like, I just felt bad. And I'm like, oh, so this was a better way to tell? go. This is a better way to go. Right. And I go and we were all talking. I said, everyone, you know, DMing is, is hard, you know, and, and most of my friends, they barely even know how to play. <laughs> you know, they just like getting together and being silly. Right. Um, so even when my friend was DMing, I always had to sit right next to him because he would ask me, well, can you do this? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but this rule, uh, you know what I mean? Right. So I was like, well, I can DM a game. I mean, that's that's not it's not hard because we're just silly and just fuck around. My kids game is going to be more, you know. Structured and stuff, but I'm running the kids through an adventure called the Sunless Citadel, which I'm excited about because um, it's actually an old one from it came out in the year 2000 and it was one of the first that I played Um back then and there's a new one that they've released in one of these fucking books i have yeah this one on my desk um that's revamped for the current edition and it's fun it's just a dungeon crawl man you know and then i can plug that into any world i want i was thinking about maybe making my own world because i was kind of toying around with that so having a good time basically That's that's good but nothing memorial day specific going on we're having chicken tomorrow. <laughs> so, I don't. I didn't think that was. I thought it was in the Constitution that it has to be some type of beef or steak or at least ground. Yeah, and, meat. and as we know, the Constitution is infallible. It right. It can never be changed. Can never right. be rewritten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was thinking about because we have grills out here, like right outside my window, is like the the kids' play area and the dog park. And they have grills scattered around that are actually – they're kind of cool because they're gas grills and they're linked into the ground. So they never run out. Nice. You just turn them on. I don't know how they get away with it with kids around here. Hmm. Um, they must have like a safety thing. I don't know. And I was thinking about it. But why? Well, you, know? you don't even need to do that. You can just make the You can just make the burgers inside your house in a pan. And then would you uh, when you take them out, just put your spatula over, spray paint the grill marks on there, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's true. Kids aren't going to notice the difference. I mean, I have a George Foreman grill. I get the grill marks anyway. Yeah, that's true. You know, but no, it, I was thinking about hamburgers, but my kids are—they'll eat homemade hamburgers, but they're not like because I just get the frozen patties, bro. Oh. I, I'm so lazy. Damn. You know, I just uh, can't, dude. Dude, I when if I make a burgers, I just, I fucking buy ground beef and then make them nah, fat I'm ass burgers, right. dude. I'm alright with that. Yeah. Because you got to cook them too slow, but it takes fucking forever. <laughs> my problem is quantity. Like, I'm making a lot of hamburgers. <laughs> the George Foreman girl saves my life. I put them on frozen, bro. Like, the NRA values money over kids. You value time over <laughs> quality. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we, we actually went to grocery shopping today. Sprouts was having a sale on chicken, and I, I like Sprouts chicken. We got two whole chickens. Two family packs of thighs, which are, by the way, this isn't an opinion, the best uh, chicken to eat is the thighs. Delicious. Okay? And two packs of tenders. Um, what was it? Oh, boss, I had. They got a, okay. For context, this was back in the early 90s. Used to have a boss that used to call women bucket of chicken. Because you get two legs, two thighs, two breasts. <laughs> 
it sounds like the 90s. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's about right. It was somebody, um, they said on Twitter, they showed an old ad for Duke Nukem, of all things. <laughs> oh, okay? Jesus. This was for the original game, not Duke Nukem 3D. Duke Nukem. <laughs> so we're talking 1991. <laughs> and it, it had a picture of Duke, Duke Nukem holding a gun. And all it said was, if you don't play Duke Nukem, you like men. Oh, shit. And the person's like, wow, this didn't age well. <laughs> and, and, um, but I'll, did it? And <laughs> he was just joking. He's like, damn, this didn't age well, you know, whatever. But he, of course, it's Reddit and people were just like, this is such misogyny and blah, blah, blah. And I go, you, you guys do realize that all the, all the buzzwords you're using didn't exist in right. 1991. Mm-hmm. Like everyone saw Duke Nukem was a caricature. No one <laughs> wanted to be Duke Nukem. <laughs> he was silly. He was a clown. And, um, just so you know right now, um, because we're friends and stuff like that. Yes. Um, the Dodgers have the best uh, standings in the league right now. The best record. 30, 33 and 14. I'm sure the Diamondbacks have the worst. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, well, in, I gave it, up on it, Arizona sports. I, I really did. Like, They're a half a game ahead of the Yankees in as far as uh, that's, best that's record. That's damn impressive. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's and, like, they haven't been, sh- and they haven't been playing all that well. So that's either that. shit. To Steve about baseball, I have no business living in Arizona talking any shit about baseball. And I'll say, or football, for that matter. But at the end of the day, the Dodgers are a legacy team, a team with Jackie fucking Robinson on it. Mm -hmm. You can't hate the Dodgers. You just can't. You can if they're beating your team all the time, I guess. (laughs) But that's a different kind of hate. That's a rivalry hate. That's you know whatever. But people who are like, oh, the Dodgers are fucking a trash team. Uh, no, they're not. They're one of the better teams in the MLB. Yeah. I keep it real. I heard the Giants are being playing like fools. Um, so they're not giving you much heat. Well, as you I already know what happens when the Giants, <laughs> any of the Giants fans come to Dodger Stadium. So yeah. Well, I, I, to me, I always say, you know what? We'll just wait until after the All Star break because that's when yeah, it really exactly. counts. That's when it really exactly. counts. You know what's funny? I don't even watch baseball anymore until after the All Star break. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth my time. It's basically warm up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I might just go for the Dodgers this year. To be honest, I mean the I, the, the Diamondback. The thing that pisses me off about the Diamondbacks is not the baseball part of it. It's the it's the people, the ownership, and the bureaucracy. They don't care. Yeah. Like they're just trying to mil- – like ticket prices keep going up, but they keep losing even harder. Like I'm confused. Like no one wants to go to your fucking games. <laughs> um, but yeah, the only team that's worth a damn in Arizona really is the Suns. And um, I'm still impressed with them. Even if they didn't uh, make it, they made it damn far. And we're just bested by a better team. You can't really hate on a team that makes it to the playoffs. Yeah, you, you know can. what I mean. I mean, you can you can get upset about it, but they're a decent team. They made it to the playoffs, you know. Yeah. Um, I was even thinking, oh, you know, I, I haven't watched hockey in a long time. Maybe I should follow um, the Coyotes, worst team in the NHL. I'm like, of course. <laughs> Why should I be surprised? You know, might have to root for fucking LA's. Who's LA? The Ducks. That's who I'm gonna root no, for. No, no, that's the Anaheim. Ducks. The Kings. I don't care. I'm rooting for the Ducks. You're rooting bro. for the Ducks. <laughs> Oh. I know all those kids that, on that team. I've seen the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that movie again. That movie's so good. The first one. The other ones are all right. So 
Oh yeah, you were talking about you said like Thursday is gonna be sci-fi. I forgot. Hulu still June 2nd, Orville. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's so much going on, dude. This is Star Trek, um, Strange New Worlds is really good. Um, that Obi-Wan oh, Kenobi show, I'm very impressed with, even though there's, you know, I mean, there's always going to be the small group that hates it, but I think it's very good. Although I am a little, I'm a little on the fence with the main villain. Oh, to be real. I, I'm not third sister. Although she's not the main villain. Well, yeah, you can, she's the main villain right now. <laughs> it's funny too. Cause it was like the cameo at the end. I'm like, it's not a cameo motherfuckers in the series. Like, I don't yeah. understand this. <laughs> you can't have an Obi-Wan show without that cameo. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it on here. But, um, I mean, I mean, you know, although it does look weird seeing old Luke against young Luke, but you know, it's like, it's star Wars. You got to kind of go with it. <laughs> you know, it's funny is the main, the, the villain, the chick, Okay, I'm going to spoil it. The main villain of Obi Wan is Flea from the is. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> no, she um, <laughs> she did. She was I I was she was annoying me in the beginning, but I was like, well, whatever. That she's supposed to be that way. But then she did two things that ended it. So the first thing she did, or the first thing she did, was that whole "I am Batman on the rooftop" shit. <laughs> I, I was like, no, this is dumb. The second thing is she killed her boss. Her boss was dope. Yeah. As a villain, I liked him. Like I was like, "Oh, this dude's good," and I and I actually thought he was gonna stick around. I'm like, "Ooh, the Grand Inquisitor, bro! Oh, this dude's the shit." You know what I mean? And he was that Star Wars race that over enunciates everything. Yeah, <laughs> the ones with the weird teeth. Uh, um, uh, he was he was in the there that species when the prequels when Obi Wan shows up at the planet and they yeah. were like, you're being held hostage. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then she offs him. I'm like, bro. This bitch is batting zero right now with me. And then the whole way he takes off and she's like, I will find you. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with this. Um, but the show, other than that, the show is great. And she's small doses anyway. So I really, I really was surprised with, um, was it Camille than Johnny? When he confronted the third sister, I was like, I thought like, oh yeah, he's working. I was like, oh shit, was he actually gonna do a good thing like i was kind of yeah i want to know his i want to know his deal like he kind of feels like he's filling that han solo kind of character where he's he's a criminal but he's not a piece of shit i like you know? i like the magnets but oh like, yeah <laughs> and then when she tosses them he's like those aren't magnets were they <laughs> <laughs> um and I love that actor. I, he's great. Like I watched um, the Eternals, and the movie is dog shit, um, but he was amazing. In it, <laughs> you know, I saw that I, movie. What was the movie? Stuber, where it was him and um, and the guy that plays Drax. Yeah, and he plays a Uber driver who gets stuck having to drive uh, uh, Drax around um, because uh, he's chasing after a criminal. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he had his eyes like dilated or something like that, so he can't really drive. So. Um, he ends up uh, forcing him to drive him around and stuff like that. It, it's, it's, it was, it's silly moves, but it's actually kind of funny, and, and both of them were actually really funny in it. So, um, yeah. But there was that, that movie he did with his wife that they, co that sh that they wrote together. Um, that was a really good, uh, a good movie. That he, he plays, obviously he plays himself, but yeah. it was uh, basically kind of like a pseudo-biographical 
story about him and his and his wife, how they met and stuff like that. Because she's, you know, he's, you know, he's uh, Indian, I guess. Yeah, he's yeah, Indian. He's Indian, and then she's, you know, white. Is it? Uh, it's not the big sick, is it? Yeah, it is. That's it. The big yeah. sick. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I've seen ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I really, really like that movie. Ray Romano, it's like everyone else did too. Yeah, <laughs> I remember going like, oh, because I was listening to his and her podcast. Remember, he used to do for the Nerdist. He used to do that yeah. gaming podcast. And then they were leaving. Oh, he's. I'm sorry. Let me make a mistake. Let me correct a mistake. It's Pakistani. Oh, Pakistani. Okay. That's my mistake. Right. Um, I know. The, I know those two don't like each other. So I just <laughs> want to put it out there right now. I made the complete mistake. Um, it's it's the Western philosophy of other of all the culture cultures. You know, it's like they're somewhere over there. You know, um, he looks this way. <laughs> therefore, he is this. <laughs> no, I actually thought he. I thought he was. I must be thinking about somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, Ray Romano plays her father, and um, really, really, uh, really good movie. I really enjoyed it. I was I was surprised on how much I enjoyed it. Um, but also, yeah, so I'm reminded of something I told somebody about the Eternals, and we don't have to get into it because it's old news now. It's it, the movie's already forgotten; nobody remembers it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Eternals is one of those rare movies where all the actors did an amazing job but the movie is garbage. I feel like everyone in that movie was great, but the movie sucked because it, it was like when you go to watch a Marvel movie, it's assumed it connects to something. Right. And that's not my fault. That's the way they set it up. When I went to go see that movie, I'm like, this is a, this means nothing to anything. And you just, you're never invested in it. It was weird. It's a weird movie. But like I said, we don't have to get into it. Um, well, I I still haven't seen it, and every time I feel compelled to see it, I end up watching something on YouTube. Yeah, so. and and I mean you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's it's. I watched it with my son. My son really wanted. He's a big Marvel head. He loves the movies. He wanted to see it, and even him was like, "This movie doesn't make any sense. Like, who are these people?" <laughs> I go, "I don't even. I barely know. Uh, Everyone barely knows. That's the problem." <laughs> Uh, speaking of movies, so I went with Patrick to go see Top Gun Maverick on yes. Friday. Um, it's getting rave reviews too, dude. I gotta admit, I wasn't really ex- I, when I first heard it. I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh god, what are they gonna make Tom Cruise like still the same character that he was like 30 years ago? And then I started seeing the trailers, and then I just started seeing the the flight photography of like the cast in the cockpits of these jets, and um, so I was like going, okay, this looks kind of interesting. And then um, I just started to get a little more and more hyped for it, and then I started re- seeing the early reviews of people talking about, wow, this is like blockbuster, like this is reminds us of going back to seeing a blockbuster movie, like this was this was good, and um, and even the negative reviews were nitpicking, you know. Um, so me and, uh, Patrick went to go see it because we're both big fans of the first one. And, uh, I really enjoyed it. I really was surprised. Um, I have a review on the website about it and, um, it's, it's cool because we get, (laughs) we get, we got the original Top Gun with Maverick at the beginning of his career, you know, that young, hot shot pilot. Yeah. And now we get Maverick basically at the end of his career, you know, he's, you know, he's just, he's, you know, 50 something still captain, 
like he can't get promoted anymore. And, you know, he only has one, you know, person in, in command that will save his ass each and every time. And it was really cool. But the cool thing that I really liked about it is, unlike most of the movies nowadays, this allowed, there were a lot of slow points, but the slow points were like the old movies of the 80s where they allowed characters to grow. Yeah, it's slow for a reason. Yeah, because it's 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 actually it's called character development. You just, you just reminded <laughs> me of something too, but go ahead, yeah. I'll I'll bring it up later. And um and they allowed all the all the the young pilots to grow. They they some people said they kind of shoehorned um, Jennifer Connelly and um, Tom Cruise's little romance in there. Um, one, sorry, you're never shoehorning Jennifer Connelly in anything because. She's welcome everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't care. She can be in there for three minutes. I will be happy with that. Yeah, um, just three minutes of her reading a book yeah. or something. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there for that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and and she kind of – but they said she shoehorned him. But it actually helps with the development of the character. Like it helps him kind of come to terms with like this is it for you, dude. Like there's yeah. not much left after this. And um, the aerial shots were fucking amazing. I heard the cinematographer was out of this fucking world dude like i heard it was crazy so like i actually watched this ign behind the scenes of it and they showed like the actors getting in the back seats of these um of these jets and they have these um chair mounted cameras that were look like fucking gopros that were just there and they caught the so then when the pilots took the the actors in there you see their physical reaction in a fucking jet so it's not like you saw in like the original movie where it's just a cockpit kind of rotating. No, these they're all over the place. Yeah. There was one part where one of the guys, I think it's fanboy, they do this steep jump, and in the shot, you see him kind of float out of his seat for a second. And they said that that was actually an outtake because he didn't start um he didn't strap himself in there. They go, but they left it in the movie just to kind of illustrate just how fucking you know, G's and all that shit works. Yeah. So it was really fucking cool seeing like these people knowing that these people are in there and when they're doing these like 5G climbs and stuff like that, you see it on their faces and you're just kind of like, fuck. And there was one character in there. I love this guy for no reason whatsoever. Then when all the pilots are there, they're like, what do they call you? He goes, Bob. And then he goes, no, like, what's your call sign? Bob. <laughs> and i was like i love this dude like i love this dude yeah i def i definitely want to see it um you should see it in a theater too I, I, i'm I'm trying to get out to one but i'm you know yeah other shit going on but uh the only movie i can really see right now that i'm excited about is sonic the hedgehog 2 is on paramount plus <laughs> definitely gonna watch that <laughs> Um, no, you reminded me about when you said um, it's slow, but for a reason. I was on. Uh, I, I'm. I'm a member. Excuse me while I adjust my glasses. I'm a <laughs> member of the Lord of the Rings um, Reddit <laughs> subgroup. Well, actually, and, I'm a. I'm one of the founding members of the uh, Lord of the right. Rings subgroup. That's right. <laughs> I am the keeper of the tomes. Um, no, so I'm on there. And, okay, uh, Gimli. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on there, and I. Uh, some sometimes people I like to just people share art and you know geek out about it and whatever. But um, th sometimes people will come on just to talk shit, mm -hmm. which is weird. It's it's <laughs> a human. I know people do it all the time. It's just weird to me. Um, but this dude came on and said, "I can't stand the Lord of the Rings books." And then I, of course, being human myself, I clicked on it to read i don't know why <laughs> um <laughs> you're glutton but, for punishment right and it said um 
the typical things people complain about that it's too slow it doesn't hold up today um and it's overly descriptive that should be that should be compliments <laughs> right and i and i i was gonna say so i was kind of thinking like i want to respond but i don't know what to say and someone already put it plainly they said um it's slow because it's the greatest example of world building in literature to date. Hmm. So it's the grandfather of all fa- – because he talks about other fantasy novels mm. he read. And then she, the the chick that responded, she That's what makes list- it hotter. That's what makes it hotter. I know. <laughs> I, I was ho- rock hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> Every single series, he because he listed the typical Game of Thrones is better, Harry Potter is better. That almost made me throw up. Um, they're you all under- you, you should have replied. You do understand Harry Potter books are for kids, right? I mean, so is <laughs> The Hobbit. You know what I mean? But it's it, like it's a more, different kind of kid. The thing is, right? <laughs> the, the smart one. Um, the the thing is, is modern fantasy writing is very punchy. It's it's more action packed, which is fine. That's not a negative. But do we is all it? know and Tolkien was very <laughs> Tolkien's like a page dedicated to what a tree branch looked like. Like he really <laughs> wanted to immerse you in the book where you kind of fall into it. She well anyway, he listed off like four series that were like he said were worlds better and blah blah blah. She went and posted quotes from each author where they said their inspiration <laughs> was Tolkien. Every single I said, bro. You can't come back from this. You know she was masturbating when she put all that oh down there. Oh my god, I was when I was reading it. <laughs> no response. Because <laughs> yeah, I was reading it, and it was it was months ago. No response. <laughs> he didn't respond. And I was like, that was the cool. Like it was. It's just I just love when people get shut the fuck down because what annoys me. And yes, okay, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, obviously. But even stepping aside from that, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I don't like Harry Potter. I think I think it's dumb to be completely honest. Some of the movies are all right, but I think Harry Potter is weird and it has glaring plot holes and this and that. However, I do respect Harry Potter. It brought a lot of people from my generation into fantasy. Hmm. It made it mainstream. Kids, there's a lot of people my age that just are in love with these books, and I respect that. Just just because it ain't for me doesn't mean it's trash. Right. You know. <laughs> It's, um, it's funny when you said that because I was watching, um, I was watching this. Somebody put a clip video together of all like the funny moments of the MCU, and they had a uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Falcon goes, "It's from The Hobbit." You ever read it? And he goes, "Yeah, in 1936." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I, um, <laughs> my daughter, my sweet, sweet nine-year-old, <laughs> said she wanted to read The Hobbit. I said, okay. So I have like four copies of The Hobbit on my bookshelf. So I gave her one. I said, here. And she wanted to read my 1987 only given the library's permabound copy. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I have this cheap-ass one from 21st century. Um, And she's gotten to about page seven. Oh, a little more than I expected. Reading's not her strongest suit she had some difficulties had to be in some some special you know some special teachers helping her out and stuff right. but she's she's reads now world's good, better than she used to be but but the hobbit is it's is a, a pretty dense. advanced children book it's a dense book it's a dense book and then you also have it's written in that english flowery way you know 
but she's enjoying it. You know, she'll come to me sometimes and she'll be like, what does this mean? And her, then I'll tell her. And she her goes, oh, bosom's okay. bra- um, flowered like a... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you reading um, the Shades of Grey book? What the fuck? <laughs> um, but she's enjoying it. And I told her, I said, she wants to watch the movies. <laughs> and I said, we can watch the movies. I, I know a lot of people didn't like them. I liked them. I know I they changed them. stuff, but they were still enjoyable. I liked them. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, the guy, the guy they got to play Bilbo was perfect. Oh, Martin Freeman. Yeah. Watson. Perfect. How he did it, you know, and it's, yeah, they changed some things and, you know, again, made it more punchy for modern audiences and tied I, it into the first one, you know? Yeah. I don't think it needed to be three movies, probably just <laughs> two. Um, and I do, I do think Lord of the Rings was a better, um, interpretation. Although Lord of the Rings, uh, made just as many changes. Yeah. And they didn't seem to give a fuck about those. It's funny too when you talk to when I talk to anybody that I know that watches the Lord. Oh yeah, every year I watch the Lord of the Rings extended edition. Of course, as you should, bro. I told you, didn't I? It's like, I just <laughs> yeah. got done. I just got done watching the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings, and in all caps, extended edition. <laughs> yeah, because there was there was a, there's a girl and a guy that I used to work with. They were just like, oh yeah, I watched the, this, and then I just gave them a look. They're like extended edition. I was like, of course, okay, just making the sure extended. So. The extended editions of Return of the King and the Two Towers are about two hours long, like two hours and 12 minutes or something. The extended edition of The Fellowship of the Ring is four hours long. (laughs) I don't know. And it's so funny, too, because for someone like me who's a huge um, Tolkien fan, I don't really notice. I had it on while I was working because I've watched it several times. And I enjoy it all the time. There's moments where I have to stop and be like, oh, shit, like, what's 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 going on? You know what's going on. Stop being an idiot. But um, love it. Those 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 movies are great. Like that's one of those like they really nailed it as best they could. Nailed it. <laughs> I re- and I and I I'm trying to be hopeful for the Amazon show. Because I feel like a lot of the negativity it's getting isn't really warranted. It's they they haven't released anything about it. Yeah. They're just People, they're already just basically comparing it to the Warner Brothers one and calling it shit before you see. Yeah, it. and well, people are worried that they're trying to game Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, and yeah, that's a concern, you know, because it's the people have brought up that they it shows that um in one of the ratings thing it showed nudity or something. But it's like so – we're so deep in the rumor mill. Like nobody knows anything. So I'm just going to – I'm going to be hopeful. I think it's mainly because it's Amazon, so nobody thinks it's going to be good. Um, but Amazon's come out with some fire yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't understand that you know? whole concept because it's like – They're just funding it. That's what's weird. They think Jeff Bezos is down there directing it. <laughs> like, He's directing it doing, from space. <laughs> you know, all they're doing is is selling some money to a bank account. That's, <laughs> that's all they're doing. You know, So it's like – um, I have high hopes for it. If they can do, I, I think it's going to be the second age, if I remember correctly. Um, the Lord of the Rings happened in the, at the end of the third age. The fourth age started when Aragorn became king. Um, then he died in like fourth age, 120, I think. I don't know. I'm geeking out now. I can't remember. Um, but I mean, it's, if it's in the second age, it's going to be from the sim- similarian. I can never pronounce that correctly. Um, but then they've said that it's going to be, but they didn't say it was going to be part of the main shit. And it's I don't know. Nobody knows anything. 
which is why I'm going to hold back. And, and I did the same thing for Halo. I was like, I'm just going to wait and see. And I didn't like that show. So, hmm. um, you know, for me, if I, it won't, luckily I'm not one of those idiots. Like you've ruined my childhood. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I just will watch that show. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, Celtics beat the heat. I'm gonna have to go for them, dude. If they're gonna be, <laughs> if they're gonna be in the end, I got to. Like, who, who, who are they supposed to play? I don't know yet. Because the West West Conference isn't done yet, right? I don't think so. The playoff bracket, 2022. Uh, ba 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 ba. Oh no, <laughs> they're playing um the Golden State Warriors. Oh the shit! The Warriors won four to one against Dallas. Jesus Jeez. Christ. Oh, guess shit. he's not injured anymore. So the Celtics are playing Steph Curry. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Which is actually, um, you got to worry for the Celtics. Steph Curry is a talent. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's anybody's game. Yeah. That's anybody's game. I'll actually be watching that one. Yeah, I'm going to watch it definitely. Hmm. Definitely. Who are you going to go? You're going to go for Golden State, California? Of course, of course. Fuck the Celtics. No, no, self, bitch, no self-respecting Lakers fan is ever going to go for, or actually, let me, let me take that back. No self-respecting LA fan is ever going to go for. What? It's so funny. These aren't even our teams, and we're we're already getting into it. Just fucking take Steph Curry's dick out of your fucking mouth for two seconds. <laughs> well, you know the Celtics ain't shit without Larry Bird. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you speak the truth, right? <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, you know. I mean, I can't argue with that. You on that point. I uh, fucking hate when people are like, oh. LeBron would destroy Larry Bird. So, will you oh, shut the fuck up? Jesus Christ. Like, what are we doing? You know? <laughs> LeBron the can't, game, LeBron the game can't destroy shit. Like, the game of, well, and then the game of basketball in the 80s isn't the same. They no. play it differently now. <laughs> yeah, they you play know? they played hard back in the 80s. They didn't play yeah. like they do now. Well, it's so funny because if, if you ask these young kids, they, they don't say that. It's hard now. It's like, no, bro. <laughs> no, bro. There were so many fouls happening on the court that no one called. Like, come on. Every foul, and no offense, Steve, especially when you're the Lakers and LeBron, you call in every fucking foul. LeBron calls fouls on himself. LeBron's a. Did you see that? I'm sorry, but LeBron's a bitch. LeBron is a straight bitch. Yeah. He needs to retire and get some blood in there. We need to get a real team. Uh, Anyway. The Lakers deserve better, and I don't even like them. (laughs) Anyway, this is a basketball podcast, but tune in. Um, (laughs) Tune in to our. our, we don't play sports, but we'll talk about it. Um, podcast. Yeah, on. we'll be as passionate as if we were talking about it. <laughs> you actually think we were fans of the game? <laughs> I'm replacing talk. LeBron next season. <laughs> oh, I was saying, I was thinking the other day, I was gonna, uh, um, I was thinking, like, you know, if we ever did a Patreon, and I was thinking, like, what would we do for the Star Trek one? Like, what would be Patreon? And I thought, holy shit. Our Patreon could have been just us doing audio commentaries to episodes of <laughs> of Star Trek. Yeah. It just like that would have just been us. It's like just sync it up and then just <laughs> To be honest, like our Star Trek podcast, I would have preferred to do that if it wasn't like play like actually play it and then t- but if if it wasn't for copyright. Like right. copyright, you can't do that. But let me get my let me dust my Celtics hat off and <laughs> make sure we wear rep in the right set. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man. Uh but speaking of uh speaking of cool shit, um Star Wars celebration was this uh this weekend and 
we they got an, they announced of course uh bad batch 2 season 2 or bad batch season 2 is coming out uh later this year i think i haven't seen the first did you see the first one no i didn't but i heard a lot of great things about it I heard it was real good um also mandalorian's coming out early next yes, year sir um damn it's such a wait isn't it it is but it isn't like it's kind of like we're already, no if but, it's not tomorrow it's too long <laughs> let's keep it real <laughs> and then um um i always can never pronounce her name um a show a i don't remember how the one that rosario dawson's playing she's hers. oh i can pronounce it if i see it <laughs> <laughs> but hers is coming out i think after mandalorian um and then uh we've got uh the next coming one looks like it's gonna be Andor. we got that uh trailer which is for those of you that don't don't remember Andor is the uh the main uh, rebel Ashoka. guy from uh, Ashoka. I think it's Ashoka. Ashoka, yeah. Yeah. Um, Andor is from Rogue One, and it actually is supposed to be a two-season series that's going to show like him um, growing and becoming part um, at the height of the Empire, and then uh, and then becoming to where we meet him in Rogue One. Uh, trailer looks fucking slick. Uh, we got Ma Mothma in there. Uh, we've got uh, fucking. Um, Oh, what was his name? The character from uh, Thor. Uh, oh, the scientist guy. God damn it, I can't remember. Selsgard? Uh, uh, Stellar Skalsgard? Um, he's he's in it. Um, it looks really cool. I, I It has a Rogue One tone to it, which I kind of dig. Um, so that looks pretty cool, as well as they released the trailer for Willow. Um like Willow Willow? Willow Willow. The, I didn't know they were making a new Willow. Yeah, it's a TV series. Um, <laughs> Bro, Willow was my shit when I, I was a kid, I love dude. fucking Willow, dude. Um, really? It's like D&D on fucking film. <laughs> it's cool because it, it is going to pick up, um, obviously, 30 years later, um, that they need uh, Willow's help again. So Warwick Davis is play- reprising his role. So is Joanna. He's fucking ageless, too. Dude, he I know. He looks the same. I know. Um and Joanne, Joanne Wally, who it's funny too because she was, um, you know, she was supposed to be the bad guy that fell for Val Kilmer, who ended up marrying Val Kilmer after the movie, and then they divorced, and she's reprising her role. And I think it's funny because they said Val Kilmer is going to be in this movie or in the series. Oh, really? I, I don't know how they're going to do that, um, but they said he's going to have a presence. And then I was like. Isn't that kind of weird? I go, you met and married on this. You've long since had kids divorced, and now you're coming back to the movie that brought you together, <laughs> you know? I mean, um, you know, bygones be bygones. Right. But um, it looks really cool. Still has kind of the same vibe to it. I, I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing that. So that should be really cool. I've yeah, always been yeah. a huge Willow fan. How did I miss that? I probably just forgot about it. But, uh, yeah, that trailer came out the same day as Andor. And um, two totally different crowds are propping both movies. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, bro. It's a it's a good it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan because you have all these TV shows that are fleshing out the current like timeline that these movies have always been with, and then you have the books and the comics that are not only fleshing out another timeline period. But it seems like they're setting up maybe to do some some shows and some movies on that too. Yeah, it's almost like they're the, the books and the comics are setting up the future for what. So because you at some point you're gonna run out of stories to tell in um, the current one, especially because everything pretty much is revolved around 
Skywalker. Skywalker, which yeah. is fine. I'm 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 cool with that. It's just because I said in the past, like, oh, you know, they need to get stop. It shouldn't be the Skywalker experience all the time for the main movies. You know what I mean? Like now you're showing different <laughs> characters. Be, that should what be they Star Tours now. That should be Star Tours now. Uh, the Skywalker experience. <laughs> Skywalker experience. Because I'm cool with it in the TV shows because now they're fleshing out different characters. I My thing is the movie shouldn't be focused on a Skywalker anymore. They've had enough movies. We need to move on. Right. You know, um, because I don't, I, I don't want it. It was starting to become like, oh fuck this, and I didn't want that to be tarnished because right. they ran it into the fucking ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Um, do they have they announced any upcoming movies? Uh, the the only the that the next Star Wars movie is going to be the one from um the director of the Thor movies, uh, Takai, what however you pronounce his name. Do you um, know he did something really weird? With um, I read it not too long ago because people were talking about so the new Thor the new Thor movie has has a funny bit at the end where um Thor's clothes are oh, right. get ripped off or whatever, and people made the point like if that was a woman this would be a different conversation, and I go yeah you're right but also because a woman would be complaining yeah <laughs> it would keep, I mean it's a, it's a different situation but um. You know, they're talking about the you sexualization too hard. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about the sexualization of men and this and that. It's just, you know, whatever. But um, I guess in like the I think it was the first movie, whatever one he directed. um, Who plays Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Didn't want to take his shirt off. But the the director was like, no, you need to to get to get to get asses in the seat. You're going to take <laughs> it off. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself. If that was a woman, imagine yeah. the scandal, bro. <laughs> it's just weird. The double standards are sometimes funny to me, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't remember what the next movie is because I think it, the next Star Wars movie is supposed to be not a mainline because wasn't it going to be odds and evens? Well, no, because um, there's there's not. I think Kathleen Kennedy said that pretty much there's not going to be a trilogy, a next trilogy. Uh, it's just gonna kind of be singular stories that they're gonna. I do. mean, until there is, you know, you yeah. know what I mean, like. Well, yeah. As as far as it is right now, they don't have a trilogy set up because they were supposed to have one with those, um, um, with these two producers, but then they ended up. <laughs> I wonder how this is gonna work out now because they bailed on Lucas Films to go to something for Netflix, and now Netflix is having all those problems. So I don't haven't heard hide or hair about their their yeah. project. So. That would be like going, oh, was that was that good to to Jet? You know, right now. I honestly, um, maybe it's not the time for it right now, but I would I would love to see some high council stuff, like get, get that out and have that be a new trilogy or something, just something crazy. But no, the, I've already said, you know, uh, the uh, uh, fuck, my God, my I must have had a stroke or something because like, I can't remember Jack shit. Uh, uh. Fuck! I just sent you that link about the the second game's coming out. The um oh um Star Wars: The Fallen no, no, Empire. No, no, no. The the one oh Knights of the, the Old Republic. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. That's their new trilogy. That's all they need to do. Yeah. The third game's coming out. 
Oh no, the second game's coming out because they're they're releasing it for Switch. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be upscaled or anything, or they're just literally releasing it for the Switch. Because that, that's going to piss because, me because off. Because it's the Switch, they're probably just going to like here's a port of the same game you guys because play. That. I own both games on Steam. Um, but it's so funny because they they'll play on my computer, but when you first start them, it bugs the fuck <laughs> out, and you have to like. You have to go, and I only know this because I'm old. You have to go into the config file, and you have to manually change it to, um, like, 1080p, or it's just <laughs> all over the place. And I don't think you could even play. See, a lot of people could play like Lord of the Rings Online. A lot of people complain like, oh, they need to up, they need to update the resolutions because it's you can barely see the interface when you're on a 4K monitor, and it's like, yeah, 4K monitors are pretty new. <laughs> the game is from fucking 15 years ago. Just play it in a window. <laughs> Your fucking ultra-wide bullshit. <laughs> I have two friends that have ultra-wides. They have nothing but issues. Like, they'll, they'll, have, they'll say either the game perfectly works and it's amazing, or the game doesn't. And you're playing it in a window. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with my 1080p monitor, bro. Right. Save me a little bit of money. But, um... Let me let me look at that right now, actually, because that's very important. Okay, uh, Star Wars Deep Harness Power Adventure through Cousin Party Hero doesn't say anything. Literally, it's literally from the back of the box. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Um, but these games are so this, and who cares too? Because the, the story is so iconic, dude. The nicely old Republic story is just so good. Yeah. You can buy the first one on Switch for fifteen bucks right now. Second one's about to come. I forget what the release price is, but if you if you're a Star Wars fan, you've never played Knights of the Republic. It doesn't matter what the price is; it's worth the price. <laughs> They're amazing game. The gameplay's great. Everything's great. Everything's great. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> uh, so um, I have two stories here that I kind of wanted to Uh-oh. to read to you. So Sony had an issue when they were re- rolling out their. Uh, PlayStation Plus tiers, the new ones, because uh-huh. they rolled out Asia first, and then it was Japan, and then by June it's going to be the U.S. So I figured, oh yeah, roll out in Asia so you can get rid of all the technical bugs. Yeah. Um, so they're resolving an issue. So Sony's correcting what it says was a technical error that resulted in users being charged a higher price than expected uh, to upgrade to one of the new PlayStation Plus tiers. As the revamped subscription subscription service went live in Asia on May 23rd, some users were reporting anyone trying to upgrade from uh, from a subscription they'd purchased at a discount was faced with paying back what they had saved initially, plus the upgrade price for the new tier. Essentially, in order to for consumers to take advantage of the shiny new PlayStation Plus, Sony was going to get all the money. Uh, there was also a similar situation happening for people who stacked PlayStation Plus subscriptions. Mm-hmm. PS Now was, which allows streaming of uh, older PS PlayStation games, currently costs fifty nine ninety nine per year. Its equivalent tier in the PlayStation Plus service is one nineteen ninety nine per year. So, in advance of the rollout, players were buying up their year's worth of subscription cards at the current price in hopes that they would save a ton of money when the service rolled out. Not only did Sony temporarily stop players from redeeming those cards, but it looked like anyone who had already stacked years of PlayStation Now subscriptions might have to pay the difference for all their redeemed time. 
some would add up to um, some that would add up if they were adding 10 years worth of time like folks apparently were. After two days of taking a beating in the court of public opinion, Sony tweeted out its fuck you, pay me pricing situation <laughs> was a technical error and that players were but fuck you, pay me. <laughs> yeah, who were overcharged were getting refunds. Additionally, those who stacked their PlayStation Now subscriptions got a handy conversion chart for the um, Sony explaining how much time they would really get for all their play, uh, you know, pre-purchased subscription cards. Basically, um, if you got the 12 months, if you had one of those, you're essentially getting six months discount for the, and um, you have to, you have to pay the remaining six months. And I was like, you know what? That's fair. That's fair enough. Cause it's, you know, um, but they said that, uh, the revamped PlayStation Plus service launches in Japan, Europe, and North America in June. So, technical glitch my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know they were going to try to get as much Fuck as they could. Fuck out of here, dude. Sony always thinks they're fucking slick. <laughs> like, like nobody's going to notice. Like, wait, what? What? why am I getting charged so much more now? Like, what the fuck, dude? That's funny. <laughs> Which is why I canceled my PlayStation Plus. So then they sent me an email recently trying to get me to resign. I'm like, dude, I don't have a PlayStation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, I don't even. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't even think I'll ever buy a PS5. Like, dude, like three I, months ago, was, you were like, yeah, no. yeah, I want one. But then there's really, I can't really justify the cost because everyone in this house has a computer, and pretty much. All of my kids play PC games now. And PC games are cheaper. <laughs> like, dramatically so. You know, so it's like, why? Like, why am I going to to play Spider-Man? Like, what the fuck? You know? Well, if we were to go that route, there's no reason to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation. And I don't even play computer games, so it's Oh, like... I was including the Xbox. I wasn't going to buy one anyway. No, I wasn't either. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I'm not making a grand justification for society. I'm just talking about myself. <laughs> no I am not getting a PlayStation, so no one else shall That's ever right. get a PlayStation. It is the morally sound decision <laughs> to not buy a PlayStation. So say we all. So say we all. <laughs> uh, and uh, lastly tonight, crypto bros and taxes. Um, so <laughs> if you got hosed... <laughs> by the um uh by the crypto uh bottoming out you're gonna get even more hosed by the government and some people didn't account for that so this comes from the daily beast riding high off a record year of growth many cryptocurrency investors file tax returns in mind-boggling gains this spring some in the range of 20 to 30 times their original outlay but now it's time to settle up with the irs and there's a problem the money isn't there anymore. <laughs> the crypto market endured the worst crash in years this month, wiping out more than $400 billion in value in a matter of weeks. Message boards were flooded with comments from people saying they lost their entire life savings and others who worried they would lose their homes. Tax attorneys who specialize in crypto told the Daily Beast they too were inundated by calls from people who had lost more than they owed in taxes. <laughs> Uh, this is the wild. This is the biggest issue in crypto right now," said Clinton Donnelly, who founded um, the founder of Crypto Tax Audit. We have seen we have several clients who have just 
gotten wiped out and now they're terrified. Donnelly recalled one client who made 700000 last year trading between cryptocurrencies, but didn't think to co um, co convert any of that money to cash to save for tax season. So when Donnelly's company told him they were likely owe, he was horrified. Much of that 700000 had evaporated in the crash. Clients like this, Donnelly said, are in a panic. They don't really know how to go forward on preparing um, the tax returns. It's a serious ethical quandary. This, many tax advisors agree, is a major reason tax season is a nightmare for crypto fans. When someone gets a paycheck or you know, sells traditional stocks, the proceeds appear as cash in their bank account and is relatively easy to put away for tax season. But with crypto trades, Donnelly said, people don't think they're actually making money. They have never thought about estimated taxes and savings as you go. He said they thought there would be, always be enough. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sorry. That statement right there speaks so true to me where it says with crypto, they never actually think they're making money because they're fucking not. Fuck out of here, dude. They thought there would always be enough at the end of the year to pay for whatever tax, uh, whatever taxes they had. That's one, um, that's one of the reasons Andrew Gordon, a Chicago-based tax lawyer who specializes in crypto, said that he gets calls daily from crypto investors struggling to pay their taxes. On Friday afternoon, he said he had gotten calls from two such clients, one of whom was asking about the legality of simply not reporting it. Uh, Gordon advised him against it, but admitted it's a pretty shitty situation because to actually pay the tax, you could be wiped out. Crypto traders are especially vulnerable come tax season, Gordon said, because the market is more volatile than the traditional stock market. A recent example of this is Luna, a so-called stable coin that the value of which was supposed to be pegged to one to a US to the US dollar that recently fell a jaw-dropping 99% in a single day. In the traditional stock market, Gordon said, usually you don't see a billion dollar project go to shit like that. Crypto investors also tend to be younger and less knowledgeable about finances than typical stock market investors, Gordon said. And the rise of investing apps like Robinhood have made trading feel more like a game and less like serious financial decision in the long-term consequence. Crypto traders, Gordon said, a lot, are a lot of millennials, a lot of younger people that typically don't incur debt. Now, for the first time in their lives, they're going to have a tax debt on some shit they don't even have cash for, he said. He, he added, they're they're just playing around on some app. Now they're going to have like to owe masses tech. I like some shit, bro. <laughs> for real. Uh, oh, man. Bro, I mean, it's... It's... Uh... <laughs> It's it's difficult. The thing is, is that these quick get rich. It's a get rich quick scheme, scheme isn't it? Like, yeah, I, I still to this day, like for for a long while, I, I just thought I was an idiot because I didn't understand crypto. And then I found out why. It's because I was trying to think of it as a legit thing. <laughs> and it's really not. These motherfuckers is playing Wall Street kid on the NES and they think they're out here trading real money. <laughs> Like that's basically what's happening. I used to play Wall Street Kid, and I was pretty good. Not gonna lie, I got the broad all the shit she wanted. I remember okay? there was a. I remember the closest thing I got to the stock market was there was an online thing in like the early two thousands where you could play stock market, but like betting, like it was yeah, ho yeah. Hollywood stock market or something like that, where it was you know um, 
you do this just like this fictional stock market thing where it was about movies, upcoming movies and stuff like that. And you would like, you know, um, invest in like these, but you were never investing in actual money, but it was kind of like, you know, this was back in the days where there was like Indiana Jones four, you know, it's like, Ooh yeah. You know, that stock's going to go high and how it valued and stuff like that. It was, that's the closest I ever got to a, to a stock market. <laughs> Yeah, the closest I've ever got is Wall Street Kid for the original <laughs> Nintendo. I used to jam that fucking game, dude. <laughs> and I was good. And and people, I'll tell people about it and they'll say, oh, you're so sexist. Like, no, that game was sexist, bro. Like, the whole <laughs> point of it was you had a girlfriend who exceedingly asked for more expensive things. It's called, you were a, she was a gold digger. Yeah. <laughs> And you <laughs> <laughs> was thinking that too. <laughs> um, she don't go after broke. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and she don't. And she don't. Because I was sad. <laughs> that game's really fun, though. Um, it's. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, <laughs> it's it, the people, actual economists, like people who are learned in this and they've 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 gone to school for this have been saying since day one that it's not sustainable the the whole crypto thing it's just not it's not a it's not a stable market yeah you could probably make money if you get in and get out but the problem is so you can't you can do that at the casino too right it's a casino game you yeah, know but at, and, least, but at least you have a little you know a little better shot at the casino you know, and it's like I, for people who – and the problem is too is most of it's scams. So the people who did make money, they made money on the back of people that got scammed and lost everything. You know, all this was missing is a Nigerian prince. <laughs> that would have given some legitimacy. <laughs> Nigerian prince. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We have no ads so we can be editorially independent and we can only do that with your support. So if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out monetarily, you can share the show with your friends, rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can. This will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Trust me. Never trust somebody who says trust me. And you can check out all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Trek in Canonical Order with a bit of a twist. And you can find it pretty much wherever you found this one. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us, themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking, so you don't have to.